When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning, uh, Wednesday morning for everybody. Hope everyone's doing great. It's another beautiful day here in the New York City area and hope for the same for wherever you are. Uh, Again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Again, we wanted to point out that you should definitely take advantage of our Facebook page, Sustainable Success. Come visit us there. You're going to find a lot of great information and content, reviews, and past on-demand episodes that we've had here so you can listen in to some great experts that shared great content so please make sure to visit us at sustainable success on facebook today we have a wonderful guest today we're going to be talking today about overcoming challenges and obstacles to have sustainable success and as you know sustainable success is not an easy road you know it's going to require commitment perseverance and really following your vision and purpose towards where you want to go. And along the way, you're going to be tested with obstacles and challenges. And in many times, certain people, when they're faced with an extreme challenge or obstacle, it derails them. But we're going to talk to a guest today that would not allow anything to get in his way. And he's actually a personal friend of mine and a wonderful gentleman. His name is Rodney Flowers. And before I introduce him, I'm going to just give you a little background about who he is. Rodney is a three-time international best-selling author, CEO, transformational trainer, entrepreneur, program designer, and dynamic, charismatic, and in-demand transformational speaker with exceptional talent for aspiring audience audiences through impactful multimedia appearances, publications, and presentations. He's a champion of promoting creative living and constructive thinking while encouraging unwavering determination to attaining desired personal and professional goals. Now, I could keep going, but we're going to hear more about Rodney's story here in a minute. But it's uh, you're going to be really amazed here about what this gentleman has overcome. And you're going to get some great information today on whatever challenge that you're facing or obstacle, how you can overcome that to have sustainable success, whatever that means to you. Rodney, I want to formally introduce you and welcome you to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Wow, Chris, thank you for that wonderful introduction, brother. Happy to be on the show, and to all the fans out there listening, good morning to you. Rodney, it was great to see you a few weeks weeks ago at CEO Space as you, as we are members, and, you know, you're, you're always got, I mean, one thing I love about you is you're always positive. You always have great words of wisdom and inspiration to help others, always looking at the brighter side. I thought we, well, we, before we got into the topic today, overcoming obstacles, and, and you know, I wanted to get a little information for the audience about what led you up to what you're doing today, what events took you to this place, and a little bit about what's behind the get up guy that, that's your moniker in terms of when you're out talking to people worldwide. Well, I can tell you I certainly didn't start uh, on my path to this destination that I am right now, where I am right now, I didn't start out with this place in mind at all. Um, 
you know, I was a football player, and I loved football, and I still have love for the game. And uh, my desire was to go pro, and no one could tell me that I wasn't going to go. I had dedicated my life to going to the NFL, and I had set that goal at a very young age. I was only 15 years old. I had already played, you know, a few years of organized football, and, you know, I had just set my mind out that that's what I was going to do. And so I was a great football player. And one day, uh, while I was playing ball, during my sophomore year at 15 years old, I suffered an accident. It was a horrible accident. You know, and just to, to describe it a little bit, I was just running down the right side of the field. You know, we were kicking the, the ball off. And it was, it was the start of the third quarter and I was running down and, you know, I just wanted to make a big play because, you know, that's what I did. You know, I made big plays. And so I was running down the right side of the field, kicking the ball off and the punt, the, the kick return, I had caught the ball. He was running back in my direction. And I tell you, I toppled him with everything that I had. But what was funny about that moment is that I could not get up. It felt like all the energy just jumped out of my body, literally. And I laid there on the ground and, you know, I tried to get up, I tried to get up, I tried to get up, and I couldn't get up. You know, the paramedics and my mom and everyone that cared about me ran out there on the field and they were yelling at me, you know, good hit, man, good hit. Come on, get up, get up, get up. But I couldn't get up. And at that moment, my life literally changed. Because I wow. knew at that moment, my life of playing football but was probably over, you know, because I knew I had suffered some type of spinal cord injury. And they rushed me to the hospital, did all kinds of tests, and throughout the night they monitored me, and the next morning I woke up and they said I was paralyzed from the neck down, and that I was going to remain paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of my life. And that's when everything really began to change for me, Chris, and... uh all I wanted to do at that point was just walk again. I was 15. I had my whole life ahead of me. You know, it was only the third day of my sophomore year in high school, and I was paralyzed from the neck down, man. I mean, I couldn't do anything for myself. I couldn't pick up a napkin. I couldn't lift my arm. All I could do was turn my head from left to right, and that was it. No movement, no sensation throughout the rest of my body. I couldn't imagine, Rodney, what you were going through. I can imagine what you were going through at that age, 15 years old. Here you're a young man. You have, you're a football star. You have this aspiration to go pro. You know, this is the time of your life where, you know, you're coming into your own as a teenager. I mean, describe, you know, what you felt. I mean, it must have been, I can't imagine. You know, only people that have gone through what you have can but describe what that feeling was to people that might might not be in in the situation you're in but you know that are facing really you know uphill battles right now whatever whether it be in their business their personal life with their wellness relationships talk about how you felt in that moment well i felt like the world was against me i'm like why did i deserve this you know what did i do to be in this predicament right i mean i felt like Everything was against me, and, you know, I felt like I let my team down. I felt like, you know, something had let me down, and I felt sorry for myself. I felt like, you know, 
Life was over for me. There was no point in continuing on. You know, I wanted to die. It felt like I had died, you know. I, I was yeah. emotionally and spiritually dead, you know. I mean, you can imagine just, like, feeling like there's no point of even waking up tomorrow. I mean, like, I felt worthless and useless, and no one was going to, you know, want anybody like that. What can I do in the world? I mean, how am I going to survive? I mean, that's what it was like for me, you know. I mean, I was totally devastated, you know. I mean, I, I felt like I didn't have anything to look forward to in life. You know, I mean, like life in a wheelchair, like how I'm going to get over this. Is there anything you guys can do for me? How can I defeat this? You know, and I, felt like and I can imagine, up. like, how did they, like in, in, in family and friends and in how others now were, you know, obviously, you know, how they would be around you. I mean, did, did they begin to now were they did they were they the same or they began to kind of like in a way like, hey, they wanted to cater to you and help in any way. What was the reaction? Well, you know, I mean, for some, it was like, oh, man, I feel sorry for him, man. That's, that's horrible. And then for some, it was just, you know, I just want to give you as much support as I can. There's nothing I can do, but I'm going to give you the support. I still love you. And that's what I got from my immediate family, you know. And my friends, they were young. They were 15, just like me. You know, and life had to continue on for them on a different path because I tell you, I was literally marching down a different type of path that looked like, you know, wheelchairs and adaptive equipment and medical supplies and medical services. You know, they didn't have to deal with that type of stuff. And that type of stuff became my everyday routine, you know. And so they supported me as much as they could. You know, they reached out as much as they could. But it was kind of like being alone, man. You know, out on an island. No one was really, you know, could, 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 com could completely understand, you know, how you felt and what you were going through. Although they did feel for you, you know. They did. But it was like, you know... It's hard to comprehend and, and explain what that's like if you haven't been there before, you know? It, it, it's you know? it's <laughs> like, you know, for instance, it's like, like you said, I mean, if somebody was born without legs, you know, they wouldn't know. They, they would only know what they know at that point. They knew they we were born without legs, so they learned to adapt. But in this case, you had walked. You were walking, and all of a sudden now – you're not walking. I mean, it's just a, yeah. a it's just a huge. I can't like I said the what was going through your mind at that time as far as with how am I going to, you know, adapt to this, you know, and and knowing yeah, I mean, that I, you're an I, athlete. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you 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 can't miss what you never had, right? You know, so you know I agree with you there. And for me, it seemed like everything that I had. You know, every every all, every part of my being was was stripped away, right? And so, what was going on through my mind is, you know, I'm done. My you know, my dreams are over. You know, I'm in this wheelchair. Life is pretty much over. You know, there's nothing the doctors can do for me. Nothing mom can do for me. There's no medicine, no procedure. There was just nothing. So I felt I felt hopeless. And you know what? I also felt mad at the world. I was mad at God. You know, I felt like you know. You know, I, I had been treated differently and I had been, you know, ostracized and, you know, set apart, you know, from everyone else because of this. And uh, I hated my life. I, I didn't want to live. I thought about committing suicide because I felt like there was no other alternative. I mean, I felt pain, emotional pain, not so much physical, but emotional pain. You know, I was hurt. 
Yeah, I bet I you. I mean, you're asking yourself, why me? Why does this? Why did this happen for me? I mean, here's a routine hit that you make on a player, and then you're not getting up. I mean, it's just one of those things that you hear about. It happens. You know, you see it. It's happened in the NFL. It's happened in high school. It's happened in college. But you you, you come down and you, you say to yourself at that time, why me? Why did this happen to me? I mean, at that point, I mean, obviously you were going through the beginning stages of, you know, I, the victim and why did this happen? When from that do you feel, and we're going to talk about this in the second half a little bit, about when you started to make the transition, did you feel at that point, at any point, other than that you felt suicidal, that there was any glimmer of hope at all during that initial early stages? Well, you know, so I will say that there was some return and recovery. You know, my sensation had returned a little bit, you know, down to my, my chest area. Uh, none in my extremities. Uh, they mentioned, you know, to me that, you know, you don't have a complete spinal cord injury. You have a, a bruised spinal cord injury, injury. And what that means is your spinal cord injury is incomplete. It's not completely severed are the technical terms. And so they say, well, you know, we still know that there's nerve damage and there's nerve damage that's beyond repair. All right. And so, you know, we, we, we don't know if you're going to recover. The chances of you recovering are slim. As a matter of fact, there's a 91% chance. And so I say, well, if there's a 91% chance that I'm going to stay paralyzed, then there's a 9% chance that I might can recover. And life, being mad at the world, you know, wanting to commit suicide, you know, feeling sorry for myself every day was horrible absolutely horrible, right? And I got tired of feeling horrible every day. I hadn't smiled in a year. I felt like I didn't have anything to look forward to. And killing myself would, would be like quitting and, and allowing this situation to win. And thank goodness I had that fight in me. I was an athlete and, you know, I was a warrior. I loved competition. And so I started looking at my situation a little bit differently. And it's funny that you say, you know, you know, why me? Because I asked myself, why me? You know, and there was a little thought that came up in my mind that said, well, what if you are that guy that can recover from this? What if you're that guy that can show the world that regardless of where you are in life and what hits you and knocks you down, that you can still come back? And I wanted to walk again, Chris. Don't get me wrong. But I said, you know what? If Even if I don't walk again and I just become a success, if I turn this situation into a success, what, what could that create for me? How would that make me feel? Would I be happier every day? Would I feel good about myself every day? And that was really the only glimmer of hope that I had, Chris. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really was. You know? And I started looking at that as an opportunity and it became such a huge opportunity that I became motivated. I became motivated at being that person that can overcome because I said, it's a win-win. If I overcome, I'm going to overcome and, and reap the benefits of overcoming, but it's going to make a huge difference. It's going to make a statement, you know, and I was up for the challenge. I just, I just became up for that challenge. And I just started looking at things that I could do ways of living, ways of thinking, ways of being that I could implement and practice in my life. 
that could cause success, sustainable success in my life. And that was a turning point. That was a turning point for me. Well, we're, we're going to, we got a couple minutes left and before break, but we're going to expand upon this when we get back. But you made an interesting point there where this was more or less like a pivot. You know, a, a mutual friend of ours, Adam Markell, coins this pivot where you have accepted at that point, you went through the, you, you went through the period of why me, but then you accepted what had happened and accepted that maybe perhaps you may never walk again. However, that you were going to do whatever it took to do something good from it and something because you were athletic and you and you had that fight in you that you were going to do something that was going to uh, impact not only your life in a positive way as a result of it, but others. And that's where anybody that's listening right now to what Rodney is talking about is this is a normal process, what he went through. You know, you know, why me? Why did this happen? The vic, you know, it was almost like the victim role. But he quickly realized how he was able to accept what is, but yet wasn't going to lay down like a dog and say, well, "Okay, I'm not going to do anything about it." But I'm going to do whatever I can in my control to take something positive and do something that where I can be active and per- perhaps walk again with the aid of crutches, perhaps. And we're going to be getting into that a little bit here right after the break. We got uh, Roddy's delivering a a positive and powerful message about hope and determination and overcoming obstacles. And again, we encourage those that are just joining to really uh, listen into the uh, the next uh, segment of the show as he's going to talk about, about how he overcame this particular issue that he faced when he was 15 years old. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm with our guest, Rodney Flowers, and we'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Again, we're here with our guest, Rodney Flowers, and we're talking about how to overcome obstacles and challenges for sustainable success. Rodney goes by the name as the get-up guy. And you heard, if you were listening to the first leg of our show he talked about you know what happened to him 15 when he was 15 years old on the football field and the transition that he made where his life completely changed at that moment and what he went through and where he, where he transitioned to take a negative and turn it into a positive and we're going to focus on that right now so in terms of the what with what happened Rodney when you went through this this uh, ordeal back when you were 15 and you went through that period of trying to absorb what happened, why me, what was the pivot point for you? I know we were touching upon that in the first slide, but what was the pivot point? And from there, what were the th- some of the things that you did that you were going to turn this particular tragedy into a positive, not only for your personal life, but to impact others? Well, Chris, you know, it's, it's just that. I mean, I, I looked at the situation different, you know what I mean, you know, uh, that little glimmer of hope of, of why me and the fact that that could mean that, you know, you may be the person that can turn this around. You may be the guy that can, can show the world that, you know, nothing really can defeat you, that you can't overcome obstacles. And I was fed up with living the way I was living and, you know, feeling bad every day, feeling hopeless and worthless every day. And I was the kind of guy that had a lot of fight in me and, Killing myself just simply wasn't an option because at that point, you know, I would end my life and life would be over and there's just no no option for anything at that point. So, you know, this opportunity became, this this situation I was in became an opportunity, if you will. Well, I decided to look at it as as an opportunity and I felt that if I was to put forth the effort to try to turn this into something positive, you know, it would make it would make life better for me. I, I would have something to smile about, something to, to look forward to. And so, you know, I just made a decision, you know, that that's what I was going to do. And if anyone's out there and they're in that type of situation where they feel defeated and they feel like, you know, I, I can't go on, I'm stuck in this rut, you know, woe is me, you know, I have all of this stuff against me. The first thing that I would say to them is to take a look at that situation and look at the good in it. Because in every situation that you go through, every obstacle, there's something good in it. And 
It's all about how you are looking at that. If you're looking at it as something that's defeating you and holding you back, you know, you have the wrong viewpoint about that. Because when I started to look at this situation as, you know, a potential opportunity, all kinds of things started to open up for me. Writing a book started to open up for me. Being a speaker started to open up for me. You know, helping people deal with their obstacles and situations started to open up for me. Being an example of what it means to, to, to face your challenges, you know, with your head up and your shoulders pulled back and say, you know what, I'm going to defeat this. I'm not going to let that, you know, defeat me. All of those things became opportunities. And I started to see things that I could do to make my situation better, you know. So, you know, number one, I changed my perspective. Number two, I started to look for the good in the situation. And I started harvesting. I started harvesting the good out of it. Well, you made a, you made a very interesting point. You know, you, you took a negative and you began to turn it into a positive. And, and it was this experience that you went through. You had to experience the trauma, the negativity you had to experience this like in the present moment and then knowing what was my future going to be. I knew what my past was, but what is my future going to be? And all of that was probably so overwhelming and scary when you went, when you initially went through this ordeal. But then as that began to kind of fade, as you began to accept, you, 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 you begin to kind of see where the opportunities are. And then I think what you said and where the listeners should really take you know, note here is that you are going to be determined to be an example, to share that experience where somebody could relate to it either directly if somebody had the same situation or maybe not the same situation, but something in their own viewpoint was traumatic or, or you know, it was, was a major challenge in their business, their personal life, their relationships, whatever the case may be. Everybody's got their own stuff, but be able to kind of look at it from a third-party perspective, in a way, to go about making those changes and to find the good that you could better yourself, but at the same token, add value and help other people along the way. Talk a little bit about a little bit about some of the things that you did. I mean, I know you mentioned a little bit, but what, what were some of the things that helped you to make that transition? Was there any personal development books? Was there any uh, mentors, people that you kind of like, maybe somebody that went through a similar situation that you looked up to that encouraged you to take that road? Well, you know, I want to, I want to back up and talk about the experience that everyone had sure. uh, before, before I get to that, because you're ac- absolutely right. We all have our challenges, man. All right. You know, everyone has something that they're going through, something that's difficult, something that makes them feel challenged and, 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 and maybe even inadequate at some point in time or feel like there's a goal that's so far to reach that they can't, you know, they can't make it. They can't reach it. You know, that's just a fact of life. And that's just such a powerful statement that it's a fact of life because it really is a fact of life, if you will, because one of the things that really helped me, and I thank my spiritual leaders that were around me at that time, was being grateful for what I had, Scott, uh, Chris, honestly, yep. I was grateful for yep. what I had because I was grateful for just being alive. You know, I went from wanting to kill myself to understanding that, hold on, wait a minute. Life isn't over because life continues on as hard as it may be at the time. It's still life. 
you know, and that's something to be grateful for. I woke up every day. I was able to look outside and, and see the birds and the trees and listen to that and just know that, oh, my God, I mean, there's, there's still life. And with life, there's opportunity. There's always opportunity in life. So if you're listening and you're, you're feeling like life is over because of your challenge, I mean, I want to call you out on that because if you are alive and well, there's still opportunity for you. Right. And so I was given another day every day that I woke up and that's how I felt, even though I was facing a, a, a traumatic and debilitating challenge. I looked at here's an opportunity today to make this better. And I was going to use all my time and all of my energy to make that better. And I was grateful for that. You know, whatever challenge you have, if you can't get to a place of being grateful for it, being grateful for being alive, being grateful for what you have. You know, I think that's the first thing that you want to do in order to start overcoming that challenge is just be grateful for it and accept it. Because, you know what, if you didn't have that, if you just want to take challenges and just completely remove them out of your life, that's like saying, I don't want to be alive. You want to live a life with no challenge because that's what life is. It's all about experience. It's all about growth. It's all about, you know, developing yourself. You know, everything that's alive, increases itself you know it goes from one stage to another and humans we go from one stage to another and the thing that takes us from that one place to the next place are the experiences and the challenges that we deal with in our life and what determines what level that we land on or live on is our ability to overcome our ability to to maneuver within those challenges and grow and cultivate and develop and so that's what I mean when I say you really look at that as, as an opportunity because this is all a process of life, right? But we have to get that. When, when, they, come, when they show up, it's already, woe is me. You know, we, we're quick to jump to that place of defeat, not realizing who we are and the spiritual power that we have on the inside that will allow us to overcome. You know, we are equipped with everything that we need to go through the experiences and the processes of life. That's how we are you know, beautifully and wonderfully made. But we, you lose power when things show up and we just allow it to set back. There's no experience that you can experience in life that's bigger than you. And it never will be. But it's that mindset that you have towards it. And to answer your second question, the mentor that helped me to understand that was, was Bob Proctor and the spiritual leaders that were around me at the time, you know. I had a pastor who was, you know, would come visit me and talk to me. I was, my mom always kept some type of, you know, preaching. You know, I'm from, I was from the South and Southern Baptist flavor, and we listened to, you know, ministers and preachers all the time. And those things really, really helped me develop my spiritual self because my spiritual self wasn't as developed before the accident. You know, and I started developing myself spiritually because of that somewhat forcefully because my mom would, would always, you know, just put that out there. And, and we, we didn't watch a lot of other things because that's what she had on. And I, I developed a, a hunger and a thirst to understand who I am as a person and what powers do I have in order to overcome. And that's why, I, you know, ran into Bob Proctor. I watched The Secret and I fell in love with the message that he was saying because I felt like that was resonating with me. And that was, that was what I was needing in order to understand how to overcome this challenge. And at that point, I just, I just took off. I fell in love with self-development. I fell in love with, you know, success and how to obtain it. And it just really just opened up a new world for me and allowed me to, to be the person that I am today. 
Well, you made an interesting point there, uh, Rodney. I mean, when you look at life, you know, life evolves and adapts to its functionality. And what I mean by that, and and also for the listeners, is that think about a, a wildfire. You think about the wildfires that that take uh, that take place out west, where they can wipe out you know thousands of acres of trees and land, but in due time, growth comes back. Things, you know, trees begin to grow, you know, vegetation begins to grow back. It was like a cleansing period. Now, does it grow back the, exactly the same way? No, it evolves in a different way. That's life. It's going to adapt to its functionality no matter what we do as human beings. And what you said there, Rodney, was that here you were, you were an athlete. You were a football player at you know, up till 15 years old. And when you went through this process, when you went through this ordeal and you had to experience the hardships initially with coming to grips with what happened, you were able to determine from what you've been saying here that you were more than just a football player, than just an athlete itself. There was more to you inside of who you were that you could tap into those opportunities to improve the quality of your life and better yet share that energy, that positive energy with others that might have been in a, in a situation right now, what you went through when you were laying on that football field at 15 years old or just in a different situation. So that was a powerful statement that you made. And I wanted to use that analogy to kind of, you know, let the listeners know to kind of look at it if they're, if they're listening to it in a different way. So you talked about the uh, what I'd like to talk about is when, you know, here you are, you were you were paralyzed. Talk about the transition that you made where you came, where you got up. You're the get up guy. And I, I think the listeners would like to know where the get up guy comes from and <laughs> where. And, and I, I love the name. I love it because to me, it's more than you just getting up and rising up. It, it's it, there's so many other things that go along with it. Just knowing you through CO space. But let the listeners know about the get up guy and your transition from being in a wheelchair to where you are today. Well, you know, it, it, it started with, with small steps, you know, um, it, you know, I believe in igniting the small accomplishments, right? And I wanted more than anything, Chris was to walk and run again. And that's what I set out to do. when I went to therapy every day when I was doing my exercises, all I thought about was walking again. Right. And if I wasn't able to walk again that day, I felt a little defeated, a little depressed. I felt like I experienced failure because I, I couldn't walk. I didn't make it today. But I began to change this mindset about my main goal. Right. And I began to look at what small things could I do that would lead up to me walking again. Right. And I call that igniting the small accomplishments. You know, we all have big goals. You can't swallow the big goal. Right? You just can't do it. Not in one sitting. Right? And you have to chunk it. You have to take one bite out of, bite out of it at a time. And I call that igniting the small accomplishments. So I begin to develop little small strategies to, to strengthen my body. Right? And I would just, I couldn't, I didn't have movement. So I would ask my therapist to sit, stand me up on the stand and just let me stand there. Like, strap me in. I want to see what it's like just to be upright. Okay, and I would just do that for, you know, 30 minutes a day, you know, and they would put the electrodes on my 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 muscles and my legs. And then I would say, just do that for like, you know, 
15, 30 minutes a day. And I would just focus on moving and focus on flexing and, you know, you know, contracting those muscles. And I would do that every day. And I would do it longer sometimes, you know. And then sometimes I would try to do it on my own and it would just be a little faint, little contraction. And I would just keep doing that every single day. And I began to fall in love with small accomplishments, man. I tell Ooh, you. Powerful, I just, powerful. I just, I, I, I just fell in love with that. You know, and, and, I, and I would just map out, well, if I did this and I got to that point, that's a milestone. And that milestone can lead me to this milestone and this milestone. And I could just set up a, a, a map, if you will, to an ultimate goal of success. And I call that igniting the small accomplishments. And I would celebrate along the way. So today, if I wasn't walking, but I was able to stand on the, on the board for, you know, 45, 50 seconds longer, that was a good day. That was something to celebrate, you know. I would have them, you know, I had to use an electric wheelchair. I would have them take me out of that and put me in a manual chair, right, and mark somewhere on the hall, where's, a, where's 100 yards, where's 200 yards, you know, where's 300 yards. And I would just, you know, work towards those milestones, towards those goals, you know. So I wouldn't try to focus on completing the big major obstacle in one day. I mean, because you're setting yourself up for failure. And I ignited those small accomplishments. The next thing I did is I said, failure is absolutely 100% not an option. Okay. Well, here's the thing, Rodney. We're going to, I want to focus on that. We're going to go to break here in about uh, 15 to 20 seconds, but I want to focus when we get back, I want to just focus on what you talked about those those smaller attainable achievements and goals. And, and we're going to talk about that. Again, you're listening to Rodney Flowers, transformational experts, keynote speaker, three-time best-selling author. Uh, this is the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're going to go to break, but we'll be right back. And we got a lot of great information coming from Rodney when we get back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. If you're just joining us, we're here with transformational expert, keynote speaker, and three-time best-selling author, Rodney Flowers. Rodney has been sharing his story of inspiration of how he was uh, uh, 15 years old on a football field and had made a hit that he hit somebody with a tackle and was not able to get up. He talks about his his journey from being paralyzed to where he is today and how he used a, an ordeal like that that he went through at that time to turn it into something positive that could impact not only his life, but be an example for others to do so to overcome obstacles. Rodney, before the break, you were talking about a little bit about the process that you went through where you were lo- looking to get out of your wheelchair, that you were going to walk. And you mentioned something about really focusing on smaller attainable achievements, that you weren't just keeping your eye on the outcome, the final outcome or the desired objective. Now, obviously, that's important, but that you were focusing on you know, the process, and in the process is where we can really truly experience those small attainable goals that we can achieve and that over time that they roll up to where we want to be. Expand a little bit about that for the listeners, why that is important to really embrace the process, not so much the outcome. You know, success is a mindset, Chris, right? And so when we look at other people that we, we deem very successful, they seem to habitually habitually be successful. So how can I make success a habit in my life? Well, the first thing that I can do is create opportunities for me to be successful every single day, right? And then I can double that with making those small successes that I experience every single day add up over time to the ultimate goal that I want in my life. And so I call that igniting small accomplishments. And that is really just setting yourself up for small things to occur, small things that you can obtain on a regular, routine basis that you can celebrate, right, every day that leads to success. And by doing so, you you essentially make, you know, being successful a habit in your life. And when you become, you know, you make that, you know, it's habitual for you to be successful in your life, you become a successful person and you, you begin to look at things a little bit differently. It's all about what is my plan to obtain a goal. It's not whether or not I can do it. Yes, I can do it. What is the plan? What are the small things that I need to do that's going to lead up to me ultimately obtaining that? And you literally, 
you know, transform your entire mindset towards any goal that you want to reach in life when you have that type of, uh, that type of mindset. So that's, in my mind, one of the more powerful things that I've done in my life to obtain success, not only just walking again, but writing books, being a speaker, you know, the work that I've done, you know, for the government, I mean, all types of stuff that I've done, it, it, it all goes back to igniting the small accomplishments, you know, small pieces of success at a time. Yeah, you may, you really nailed it on the head with that, you know, because when you look at it from a mindset standpoint, you know, mindset is about, you know, vibrating at a higher level of, of energy. You know, that's, that's coming from the subconscious mindset, you know, blending the subconscious with the conscious mindset. And even though you went through that experience, you experienced the really low vibrational energies of that experience when, th- when this accident happened. You know, the negativity and the anger and the why meet, so to speak, why did this happen to me, to where you were able now to kind of look at this from a higher level of consciousness because you were now committed to the process, not the outcome. Because in the process, as you mentioned, is where we can truly experience the growth. We can we come out of our comfort zone. It's not easy, but yet we, we can truly have clarity in seeing the growth that we're experiencing focused on those smaller attainable goals. And as we achieve each one, they roll up, they roll up, and they roll up to where eventually we want to be. And that's what's so important. I mean, would you ever have thought when this accident happened, you would be where you are today, that you'd be on stages speaking, you would be writing books, you would be, you know, talking to, you know, other, you know, industry gurus about the transformational experience. I mean, did you ever envision that when this first happened, when, when, when you were laying there, you know, in the first year of this accident? Absolutely not. You know, I couldn't, the negativity had consumed me so much that I couldn't even see this as an opportunity. You know, I couldn't see anything as an opportunity. Life was completely over for me. You know, that's all I saw. Um, And and that's what I preach, you know, now. You know, I, I really want to get the message out that, you know, I wish I would have seen this a little earlier, right? Because maybe my process wouldn't have taken so long, right? Because it was a long process for me. And it was a lot of learning and a lot of development. And so where I am now, I can go back and I can say to people that, you know, maybe you failed yesterday. Maybe you got hit, you know, just an hour ago and, and life seems like it's over for you, right? And in my mind, you have an opportunity there. That's an opportunity for you to turn that situation around, look at it from a higher perspective, you know, start looking at small things that you can do to overcome it. And you know what? You could be the difference maker in someone else's life, you know, because that's what we all are for each other. As we go through our experiences, I'm able to tell you now, hey, when you get hit, First thing you need to do, be grateful you're alive. You know, it's a part of life. Now, let's start your process. Let's think about what we can do to get over it. You know, why? Because someone else needs you to do this. It's just not about you, right? It isn't. Our experiences are not about us. This wasn't about me. This was about being able to go through it, experience it, and share with the world what it takes to get over traumatic situations, right? That debilitating situations or circumstances will not defeat you if you have the right mindset. And by the way, here are the steps, right? And so if we all have that mindset, if we can live our lives that way, I mean, think about what we can do for ourselves and for others, right? When you're able to share that level of detail on what is the process, I mean, because it's really a package deal now, 
right? I can hand this to you and say, hey, if you follow this, you can overcome that situation, right? And, and, and now what we have are the keys to success, right? And so whatever you're going through, it could be divorce. It could be, you know, the loss of someone. It could be some financial issues. Whatever it is, it may not be exactly the way mine is, but when you go through that, now you are an agent. You can go and you can share that experience with someone else and allow them to, 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 to have hope and encouragement to come out when otherwise if you wouldn't have done that and you wouldn't have shared, they would have died as well. They wouldn't have made it. And that's why this work is so important. And that's why it's so important for you to get this and apply it to your life because it's just not your life that's on the line here. It's the lives of our, of our brothers and sisters because there's a lot of people out here suffering. There's a lot of people that can't get up. And you don't have to have a disability to be in a place where you can't get up. I can't see what your, your situation is. You may not have a wheelchair, but it's something preventing you from living to your full potential, right? And we all have experiences that we've overcome that we can share and help someone achieve what you call, Chris, sustainable success. That's what getting up is all about in my mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you're so right about that, Ronnie. I mean, the process is so important here. And this is what keeps people focused. This is what keep, keeps people on the journey towards sustainable success. Because in, when, you're, when you're committed to the process, you're able to have, like we talked about, being clear and to truly experience what's going on in that present moment towards achieving that that smaller attainable goal. And then next week, doing the same. And the week after, and the week after. It's so important. Mindset is everything. Because when you can change your mindset over time and vibrate at a higher level of energy, that's going to attract, like you talked about, the, the secret. It attracts other people that are vibrating at that energy. And that energy also helps you. It's helping them, and it's helping you. And it's also going to help those people that maybe are you know, right now vibrating at a lower level energy. So it's so important that to look at your mindset, because if you can get your mindset clear and focused on the process, anything can happen. Anything. I've seen people heal cancer, major health issues, overcome major obstacles, whether it be in business or in their personal lives. It's really being dedicated to the process, and you and you really drove that home. What I like to do, uh, Randy, I like to spend the next, uh, you know, three four minutes talking about a little bit about your books, you know, what you're currently up to, where people can find you, as uh, you know, people here listening, you know, nationwide, you know, be, be would be probably interested in seeing you next time you speak, wherever that may be. Yeah, Chris. I mean, you can reach me on. RodneyFlowers.com. That is my website. I have, you know, multiple books on that site that you can purchase. Uh, and you know what? Just reach out to me. I love talking to people. I'm a very approachable and personal, you know, type of guy when it comes to, you know, working with people. You know, I have a free 15-minute consultation. If you want to just chat with me and, 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 you know, share what it is that you may be experiencing in life and, and, and get some quick information on, on, on how I can help you, how we can work together. You know, you can send me an email at Rodney at RodneyFlowers.com and also join my Facebook community, right? I have a Facebook 
Facebook community. It's at facebook.com, you know, forward slash Rodney Flowers fans. I'm on there just about every day, you know, teaching some topic that will allow you to, to get up and move beyond the situation or the circumstance that you may be experiencing. If you're just looking for some, some value and, and, and how to, you know, just, you know, reach the goals that you have set for yourself. That will be a great place to really join the community of like-minded people that, you know, are focused on doing just the same thing that you're doing. So you can find me there. And, um, you know, I'm going to be speaking in Baltimore on 9-11 at the 1-911. And this is a huge event about, you know, supporting the 9-11, you know, incident that occurred several years ago. And it's about what are we going to do today? What are we going to do in our life? How are we going to be that person that's going to step up and, and, and support the community and, and support the people around us and make a difference? Uh, it's going to be in Baltimore. Uh, you can find information about it on my website at rodneyflowers.com. Awesome. And I know for a fact you're going to be in California in uh, middle of October speaking at the Action to Wins conference. I I'll be joining you there. I'll be speaking there, I believe, on the last day. So I'm looking forward to seeing you because, uh, you know, listeners, if you get a chance, you got to go see Rodney. I mean, his message is powerful, but you got to see Rodney in person. You got to see him in person. This is where you're going to feel it. This is where the experience is going to be felt. The transformation is going to take place. And this is what's powerful. So if you're going to be in California, October 15th and the 16th as well, Please make sure to get out to uh, the L.A. It's right near the LAX airport. Rodney will be there as one of the speakers, uh, along with some other great speakers that will be there. And should be some great information. Anything else, uh, Rodney, about, you know, with the book, anything else where people can find your book? We have about uh, about a minute and a half before we uh, the show concludes. Yeah, the book is right there on my website. You know, there's a tab at the top. Just click on books. All of my books will show up right there. It's at rodneyflowers.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Chris, Chris I, would, I would just like to thank you for having me on the show. This has been wonderful. Uh, I've had a great time, and uh, I love the work that you're doing, man, and you're making a, a real big difference in the world. So uh, thank God for you, and thank you for what you're doing, man. You're an awesome guy, man. So thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much. and. I can't thank you for being on the show. And I, you know, again, I, I, the first time I met Rodney, you know, his story just moved me and I knew that, you know, we were going to connect on many levels and in terms of, you know, merging our messages to uh, help others out there. Again, you know, it's very important that, you know, if you're listening today or if you're going to be listening on demand to really, you know, listen in between what Rodney talked about today, it's really important to learn about, you know, the process that he went through to overcome obstacles, to turn something that was negative, the ultimate negative, into the ultimate positive, and the impact that it has had on other people. He's serving his purpose. He had to go through this in order to serve his purpose. Sometimes we can't see that. But again, don't get caught up in all the negativity. Look for the good, as Rodney talked about earlier, and take that experience and turn it into something that's going to impact others. I want to thank everybody, including Rodney, most importantly here, for joining us. Uh, you know, again, if you're going to get anything out of this, take this information and begin to apply it in your life and your business. Check us out again on the Sustainable Success uh, Show on the Influencer Channel on Voice America, as well as the Facebook page. 
We want to wish everybody a great rest of your day, and we'll look forward to hearing from you next Wednesday at 11 a.m. East Coast time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.